0: Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy.
1: Will you stand for democracy? Yes or no? And here's one thing every senator, every American should remember. History has never been kind to those who've sided with voter suppression over voters' rights. And it will even be less kind for those who side with election subversion. So I ask every elected official in America, how do you want to be remembered? At consequential moments in history, they present a choice. Do you want to be on the side of Dr. King or George Wallace? Do you want to be on the side of John Lewis or Bull Connor? You want to be the side of Abraham Lincoln or Jefferson Davis. Even the Democrats panned Joe Biden's unforgivable speech in Georgia last week. And by the way, it, of course, had no effect whatsoever on Joe Manchin and Kyrsten Sinema, who announced, no, we are not going to wreck America, the American Senate getting rid of the legislative filibuster just so that they can pass something that does not need to be passed. Joining us now for reaction to that and more is Congressman Jim Jordan, our fourth congressional district representative and, of course, the ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee. Good morning, sir. How are you?
0: I'm fine, Bob. Good to be with you again.
1: How, how offended were you? How offended were you that, that that if you disagree with them being able to have universal yeah. mail-in balloting, un, unchecked drop boxes, same-day uh, registration, et cetera, and no voter ID, if you disagree with that, Jim Jordan, you're George Wallace, you're Bull Connor, you're Jefferson Davis, you're a traitor to the country.
0: Yeah, and the same day he's giving that speech calling Americans racist, we find out what? We find out his Justice Department has set up a – the same day – has set up a domestic terrorism unit in the Justice Department, in the FBI, to go after American citizens. And, oh, that same day we also learned that the Department of Education went first to the school board association, asked them to write the letter as a pretext for them to go after the Biden administration, the Justice Department, to go after moms and dads and treat them as terrorists. All that happens on the same day, and of course here in Congress, here in the House, we were passing legislation that said you have to – you know, you, you, you can't show an ID. The Justice Department is going to be able to stop states from requiring their citizens to show an ID to vote. That's what the Democrats were up to. All that happened in one day. This is how radical um, the Biden administration is and, and the crazy points that they're trying to make.
1: Yeah, it it really is, and and you know if there was ever any question that the man who said you know after that terribly divisive Donald Trump I'm going to be the unifying president I'm not just going to be president for Democrats but for Republicans and for all we're going to come together, he literally is using every tool he can think of to divide Americans whether it's vaxxed versus unvaxxed, black versus white, you know voter rights versus racist and 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 uh, you know uh, Dixiecrats and 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 uh, uh, and Confederate leaders and Confederate president i mean i've never seen anything quite like this and maybe that's why congressman jordan his latest survey uh numbers from quinnipiac he's at 33 percent and, and, and his yeah. vice president is below that maybe this is why
0: yeah yeah and i would ask the question who are these 32 percent i mean who in the heck approves of what this guy's doing i'd like to meet these folks because i i there's i don't think anything he's done that 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 that, that makes any sense whatsoever and you know bob I was there. I went to the inauguration. I went there, and I heard the President of the United States, when he gets sworn in, give his speech and say he was going to unite the country and bring the country together. And frankly, that would be a good thing for our nation. As much as I disagree with his policies and everything else, it would have been nice if he, if he would have focused and did what he said he was going to do on that particular day. He is then, as you point out, anything but that. And you think about what just think about the election issue. You know they tell us all the time the 2020 election was the most secure election in American history. Well, if that's the case, then why do you have to change everything? Why do you have to federalize and nationalize it? If it was the most secure election ever, if you're telling us there was nothing to nothing to see there, if that's the case, then then why are you trying to take control of the election and run everything out of Washington D.C. and tell states they can't require uh, their 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 voters to have a, uh, an ID and let you know th- th- this is this is how how crazy and ridiculous and how contradictory their points uh, in their position. Talk.
1: Yeah, you know, it's got a nice ring to it. By the way, You said you were at the inauguration and you heard him say that. And frankly, it would be good if he did what he said he would do. Somebody ought to write a book like that. That's a great idea. Actually. I
0: like oh, wait a minute! I didn't, I, I I didn't I even that. mean to say that. But yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't even mean to say I Just like it just. But, but I was there that day. I mean, it was what all, all, was uh, a year ago this Wednesday, a year ago this Thursday. So two days from now, be one year. We we, we we I was there on that cold day. Listen to him speak. And you know, you thought, okay, maybe the, this, the country could use this. Um, but no, he's been, been anything but.
1: Well, and by the way, for those who don't know, uh, I was tongue-in-cheek there because Congressman Jordan has written a book called Do What You Said You Would Do, Fighting for Freedom in the Swamp. It uh, is something you should absolutely read. Now, um, I, I mentioned, or you, you know, we, we're talking about why it is, um, you know, he would be opposed to letting states make up their own rules and so on and so forth when it comes to elections to make sure that election integrity, integrity is protected. Maybe we have that answer now. Maybe you saw the Gallup survey that came out uh, just this morning that from October 1st to December 31st, there was a fourteen-point swing registered uh, in uh, in the number of Americans who identify as Republican or Republican-leaning. Uh, a year ago, in the in the um, first quarter of twenty twenty-one, um, there was a nine-point advantage for the Democrats in terms of number of Americans who identify themselves as Democrat or Democrat-leaning. Now it's a five-point Republican edge. That's a fourteen-point swing in one calendar year. I wonder what happened during that calendar year that could have led to that uh, that conversion.
0: Well, we went from safe streets to record crime. We went from stable prices to record inflation. Uh, we went from a secure border to record immigration. I mean, you, you think about it. record crime, record inflation, record uh, levels of illegal immigrants. I mean, the American people would <laughs> – American people want safe streets, affordable gas, and freedom. Instead, they get record crime, record inflation, and Dr. Fauci. So, you, you know, you can see – my time in politics, I'm in politics a, a few years. I have never seen that dramatic of a change in that short time. Um, and it just goes to show you, Joe Biden didn't do what he said he was going to do when he when he gave his uh, inaugural address uh, three hundred and sixty, you know, three days ago, um, and and he's done anything but uh, policies that make sense and are helpful to American families. I mean, think about a family in an urban area right now. Think about what the Democrats are telling families in big cities across our country. They're saying, in many cases, they're saying we're not going to let your kid go to school. They're saying, second, we're going to let bad guys roam the streets. And, oh, by the way, we're also going to let illegal immigrants vote in local elections. And families are saying, what? What are you talking about? You're not going to let my kid go to school. You're going to let bad guys roam the streets while my kid's home. I mean, this is craziness. So I think I think there's a real opportunity for, frankly, Republicans and conservatives to do much better and to run for office and win offices in many of these urban areas that for so long we thought only Democrats could win those, uh, win those positions.
1: Yeah, well, they can if they are able to pass this voting rights. Uh, and, in fact, they keep calling it a voting rights act or a voting rights law. It's not. It's a, it's a voter law uh, bill. That's what this is, because everybody already has voting rights. I would like for, for the Democrats to produce one American citizen who wanted to vote in the last election, who was denied the right to vote. Yeah. Somebody point. show me Great whose point. vote was suppressed, denied, censored, blocked, disenfranchised. One person who wanted to vote but couldn't because of voter suppression laws. I, I, I would love for somebody to do that. They have no, they can't they so we yeah. already have voting rights what they want to do is change voting laws and they want to make indefinite yeah. they want to make permanent uh the you know the, the weaponization uh of covid that they did in the in the summer in the fall of 2020
0: record turnout in the 2020 election the democrats will tell us it was the most secure election in history even though we you know we saw all kinds of things with our own with our own eyes the record turnout uh, most secure election in history, but there's all kinds of problems with our voting system, so we got to run it from Washington, D.C. None that? of that makes sense. None of the things they say make sense. But this is – and it just, again, underscores everything they do is is radical left policies designed to entrench them in power and and I think, frankly, hurt the American family and American people.
1: This is not an Ohio story. I want to ask you about now, Congressman Jordan. Uh, it's a Michigan story, but it, it applies to all of us here. And we saw it in Virginia uh-huh. too. So let's go ahead there too. We, it was a huge, huge factor in the election of uh, of Glenn Youngkin uh, as the governor of Virginia. But in Michigan, the Michigan GOP tweeted the following: uh, "I I don't know if it was yesterday or if it was Sunday." Not sure where this parents should control what is taught in our school in schools because they are our kids is originating. But parents do have the option to choose to send their kids to a hand-selected private school at their own expense, if this is what they desire. The purpose of a public education in a public school is not to teach kids only what parents want them to be taught. It is to teach them what society needs them to know. The client of the public school is not the parent, but the entire community, the public. Who tweeted that out? This t- is the this Michigan is the Demo- Democrat Party. The Michigan Democratic yeah, Party official Twitter account, blue-checked and everything. It is to teach them what society need. In other words, Congressman, our children are not individuals. Our children are not ours to raise with values that we believe in, and our children are not to be raised and educated in manners that we agree with. Our children are cogs in a societal wheel. They will be taught what society thinks they need to know, and nothing more, and nothing less. Yeah. I mean, this is extraordinary, and in fact, this got so much of a beat down they they pulled the tweet after just a few Good. hours and tried to say yeah. this doesn't reflect the views of the entire Michigan party. It was, you know how it is. Some unknown intern intern got control of the yeah. Twitter feed yeah. and put this yeah. out there. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, right. No, no, no. This is this is the same issue as you point out with that that propelled Glenn Youngkin in Virginia. Uh, let's uh, let's hope it does the same in Michigan. And my guess it is because parents are parents. And you start telling parents government knows better about your kids than you do, and lots of moms are going to say, I don't think so. I mean, I've joked I've joked for a long time, but like like any good humor, there's truth to it. I said, no high-paid lobbyist, no government bureaucrat will ever be a mom on a mission to do what's best for her son or daughter. And you had a bunch of moms get fired up in Virginia a few months back, and then some more moms got fired up, and pretty soon some dads got involved. And the next thing you know, Glenn Youngkin just got sworn in as governor this past Saturday. And let's hope the same darn thing happens in, in Michigan, where they will respect the rights of parents, the rights of moms and dads to control the upbringing of their children—that is so wrong. Uh,
1: what? I mean, but that's know, and today's left. It's, it's communist groupthink. Yeah, it's communist groupthink. What is best totally. for the individual, the child here is not our concern. What's best for society? That's what we'll teach these kids. What's they're going to be? They're going to be members of the of the proletariat and do what they're told.
0: And, and you're seeing that 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 leftist, socialist mindset across the board. It's not about the First Amendment anymore, anymore. If you don't agree with us, we're going to censor you. We're going to determine what misinformation and disinformation is. And if you don't agree with us, you're not allowed to talk. If you try, we're going to call you racist like Joe Biden did last week, and we're going to try to cancel you. That is the left. And, oh, by the way, it's not your kid. It's, 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 that's, it's, right. that's how the left thinks, and it is – this is the fundamental fight. This is the key fight. It's about the First Amendment. It's about the Constitution. And – um that's why that's why I appreciate what you do every day cuz you're talking right. about these issues and making sure people understand.
1: Well, speaking of communism, Congressman, uh, let's talk about the Chinese Communist Party. And uh, they're killing people there by extraordinary measures. They have concentration camps filled with uh, Uyghur Muslims. So ethnic religious minorities are being kept in concentration camps. Their women are being raped. Many of them are being sterilized. uh, And they're being essentially executed. It's a genocide by by every definition of the word. The co-owner of the Golden State Warriors... Um, was asked why the NBA continues to do business with the Chinese Communist Party, given the fact that this is going on with the Uyghurs. This is what he said. Nobody cares about. No, it no, no, let's
0: nobody cares about what's happening to the Uyghurs. Okay, you you bring it up because you really what? care, and I think it's nice that cares? you care. The rest of us don't care. I'm just you're telling really you a care? very hard. Wait, wait, I'm you're you're you a personally very, don't care. I'm telling you a very hard, ugly truth. Okay, of all the things that I care about, yes, it is below my line. Okay, oh, of all the things that's... that I care about. It is below my line.
1: I'm trying to picture, Congressman Jordan, somebody doing business with Nazi Germany in 1940 and knowing that the concentration camps have begun, knowing that the genocide has begun, but we're making buku bucks from Nazi Germany. Are you kidding? I'm not going to stop my business with Germany. It's uh, it's I, and it's and, and it's of all the things I care about, the genocide of the Jews is below my line. I'm making money. That's what is being said today about communist China.
0: No, it's, it's, it's wrong. It's 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 sad i mean the, the, these are human beings and, and for that callous attitude expressed by that the, i think you said the the, the whatever uh, basketball program the right? it's, it's the, the warriors the not state I, I, warriors yeah, yeah go I on. Did, I, I didn't catch the I didn't catch the name, but what well, doesn't matter that it, though because he's wrong. speaking
1: for the whole NBA. The whole NBA has the right, same right, attitude.
0: Right, no, I get it. I get it. It, it. it is. It is completely wrong. Look, what we we we, got, we passed legislation here to ban any products that are made by Uyghurs. We, you got it. You got to go after uh, sanctions and economically. That's how you have to do it. But frankly, uh, I don't think you're going to get the kind of pushback you need and 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 the kind of leadership you need until you get. President Trump back in the White House. He was the first guy to stand up to these folks. He stood up to the CCP. He stood up to the Chinese. He he, he projected strength. We've talked about this many times. He projected strength from the Oval Office, and we have anything but that happening now. I, I, bought, I, I told the story. I told it. I, I related this Sunday on on the Maria Bartiromo show. Uh, if 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 Mike Pompeo was was meeting with his Chinese counterpart in Anchorage, Alaska, a few months back. And that the guy from China tried to do what he did to Tony Blinken, our Secretary of State. Mike Pompeo would have got up and flipped the table over and said, "You do not treat the United States that way." That there, there is a strength that is. It, it, first of all, that would have never happened to Mike Pompeo in a President Trump administration. But if they'd have tried, I know the kind of reaction they would have got from Secretary Pompeo. They got just the opposite from Blinken. He just took well, it. Would so President that's Trump, what they see.
1: Would Would President Trump have boycotted these Olympics? Because he should, I don't. And, and Joe Biden should. Yeah. Why, I mean, do you think Joe Biden should say, "Look uh, to the Chinese for all of the reasons you just mentioned"? Uh, we are bo- they're arriving. Uh, athletes from around the world are descending on China this week uh, for the for the Winter Olympics. Should Joe Biden say, "We're not doing business with a genocidal, homicidal uh, 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 communist regime"? We are not going to enrich your country by bringing American athletes there.
0: No, that, it's a fair question. I I, I, I tend to think you, you go kick their tail. You go win. You don't say, oh, we're going to forfeit and not show up and let the Chinese have their. I think you go kick their tail, just like Jesse Owens did in 1936 when we saw Hitler and all the evil he represented come into power. I think you go over there and yeah, and. Yeah, yeah, con- Congressman, the Congressman can well, do it.
1: There, there were no concentration camps killing Jews in 1936. That didn't start fair until point. 1939, so it was one thing. But but this is going on right now. Do you think that the Uyghurs who are being executed uh, in in a genocide right now are going to feel better because some American athletes came over there and won some medals and kicked tail? We we are going we're, we're no. going to enrich the no. country that is allowing this genocide to go on by showing up I, there. Why we can't do that?
0: Fair, fair point, but I I do think there's something to be said for going and and showing that we're we're. We're not going to, we're not just going to we're going to go win. We're going to show what America is about. We're going to, we're going to, and, and frankly, if athletes would speak out against it while they're there, that's even better. I mean, we, we now have this, this, this phenomenon where athletes are, are weighing in on political issues. This would be a great issue for athletes to weigh in. Go win the gold medal and say, you know what, I, yeah, I wish this country that I just won this gold medal and would, would, would treat people the way they're supposed to be treated. I think that would be a but great But By, mess, sho- that by
1: showing happens. up there, though, they're going to, they're going to generate billions. By, by have, hosting the Olympics. That's why cities fight for it every four years around the world. By showing up there, they win. By showing up there and enriching them, they win. You think some American snowboarder holding a gold medal is going to be, make us feel better for Uyghurs being raped and, 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 and sterilized and executed in concentration camps? I, I don't think some snowboarder or skier is going to make that better. Uh, by us showing up there, the Chinese communists win. And I think it's up to I think if President Trump were in power right now, I think he would say there's may, no way in hell we're going over there.
0: He, 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 he may, may, in fact. Uh, I mean, I just, I just know uh, you and I grew up in the age where I mean I remember every spring I'd go to Toledo, Ohio, watch the USA wrestling team take on the Soviet team. And it was it was freedom versus communism. It was good versus bad and it was played out in sports. And we, we I used to I mean I used to watch the USA USSR track meet when I was a kid and I, I remember you that, that sport was used to show that freedom matters. And so I think you have to balance that with, with exactly what you're saying. But, but you know what points. you know when and you it's didn't it's watch it's any, it's close, any of that though,
1: point. Congressman? You know when you didn't watch any of that? Was in 1984, and that's because Ronald Reagan said, "No way, we're not going over to the Soviet Union into Moscow and taking American athletes there and justifying and legitimizing well, all no, of the things that they do."
0: No, we, actually, actually, it was it was it was Carter who did it in '80. Reagan in '84, we had the Olympics in and oh, that's uh, right. I'm sorry, you're right. It was the Los other Bangor. way around.
1: You're right. Thank you. You're and correct. 80 we, My apologies. '80 was it was Jimmy Carter. The Summer Olympics.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, and I do uh, remember my, my coach. My coach, I mean, he wasn't my coach at the time because I didn't start wrestling for him until 1982. But my coach was captain of the wrestling team, and uh, he was going to head to Moscow in 1980. Was picked to, he he was silver medalist in '76, so he had a chance to achieve his goal and didn't get to, didn't get to go kick the Russians' butt in Moscow.
1: Right. No, um, you, no you're correct. Thank you for that correction. Didn't they did, they, we didn't we didn't go there, and then, and then, then an they an, were they retaliated in '84 by not coming to Los Angeles.
0: And they did the same thing to us in '84. Uh, and, again, maybe that was the right call. I, I, looking back, I, I kind of think it probably wasn't. This is a little different situation because uh, of, of just the, the terrible treatment that's happened to the Uyghurs. So I see it. But I'm just – I think I'm probably colored by um, – influenced by what I, I grew up in that, that – in sport. I mean, I've, I've competed in the Soviet Union when it am still the Soviet Union. And went over there and, and no, and, I know, I, know I get it. You're it, you're so. an
1: international competitor at the highest level. I understand that. I get it, and I I know where that comes from. Uh, and I and I certainly respect that. But I'm just saying, there there are some things that are bigger than athletic competitions. And right now, by us showing up there to try to win the the half pipe, uh, and say, look at us, we're better than you, China. We won the half pipe and the gold medal. You got bronze, and they're counting their money. Because of our presence there and the amount of Fair money point. that there, will be. as they continue to execute people, I just feel like there is a there is a disconnect there that we we cannot be a part of that. But
0: no, uh, it, 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 valid point. I think it's I think it's it's one of those those tough ones. But we should be yeah. doing anything and everything we can in Congress to to stand up for the Uyghurs. And frankly, this administration I don't think is going to stand up to China. Uh, and, uh, no. You're not going to see our, our government really stand up to China until Donald Trump is back in the
1: White House. Yeah, no, they're, 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 they're international cowards of that, we, we uh, can be certain. Congressman Jordan, very, very good discussion. I really appreciate your points you you on all of that. Thank you, you so bet, much, sir. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. I want to talk to you for a moment about a group
0: I've done work with for years, ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. You've seen how your freedom is under attack. Go to townhallreview.com to find out how you can join Alliance Defending Freedom to help ensure the opponents of freedom don't dictate your future. That's townhallreview.com. If you enjoy your podcast, take a moment, tell a friend to subscribe today.